Hey, you crazy bastards. Welcome back to Eat Crime Bites. This is where I research the court documentation and roast the criminals so you don't have to. This week, I'm bringing you season two, episode 20, Parker Ryan Little and some cyber stalking. Now, listen, if you're on YouTube, I'm going to put a link so you can go back and watch the beginning of this. But there's a lot of background you should probably watch in act one because you're jumping in on act two, which is Parker's literal second act. There was a first act where he just got warmed up. It was the appetizer. He did. He didn't get into cyber stalking yet. He just got into swatting and calling him bomb threats to his school when he was 17. And then he cyber or he swatted a couple families because he was trying to get their daughters who are big streamers to mention him in a favorable light on Twitter so he could get more followers. And when they didn't, he swatted them, which sent emergency services to poor unknowing families at home who had police officers draw guns on them, bring them out, handcuff them until they figured out uh, this was a false alarm. And then they did a little bit of investigation and they figured out that the phone number that called it in was actually a Google voice number. And it also tied to this Gmail email account and it all pointed to this individual named Parker Little. He was caught, arrested, and sentenced. He was sentenced for this whole shitstorm that he caused. It was a year and a day, and then he was on probation for another two years after he got out. Okay, and that's where I left you. That's where I paused, because this is where you really need to buy a hat and hold the fuck on, because it just it goes nuts from here. So... I last left you in about 2016. We're going to fast forward about three and a half years. And this lands about a year after that supervision, that you know, criminal justice supervision ends. It's about a year later now. So he's not being supervised probation wise. So now we're talking May 4th through May 8th of 2020. And there's this individual with the name, the initials AP. And I'm going to give initials every time there's victims here expect it. It's not really important for you to memorize these initials. I'm going to try to point out who they are each time. Uh, it might get a little confusing, but it's just the best way that the court paperwork and myself can anonymize who the victims are here. So this AP, it's a he or a him. It's Parker Little's former employer, the best I can tell from the, the documentation. So it sounds like Parker Little just started cyber stalking this poor man relentlessly. So on May 4th, there was an email sent to Fort Gibson police department warning that this individual AP, his former employer planned to shoot people. The email was spoofed. And if you don't know what that is, uh, almost all our cyber stalking cases back from Jason Lydell in season one, they spoof where these things come from. So it doesn't look like it comes from the actual criminal. It looks like it comes from a possible victim. Now, this one, the email address was omma dispensary at protonmail.com. Now, if you dissect that email address, it sounds like a dispensary, like maybe a cannabis dispensary. That's what I'm guessing. So I wouldn't really place a dispensary as having a protonmail.com address. But hey, I don't know. It's it is in this case, apparently. This is what Parker Little wants. His believe his make believe email address to look like a dispensary coming from Proton Mail. 
This email now has a screenshot inside included in it that's been fabricated, okay? So you can imagine an email comes across and inside it, there's this image and this image is a screenshot and the screenshot is of a text message conversation. And it says in there that this poor victim, AP, planned to use quote unquote, two custom AR-15s with 3000 ammo going to sit downtown for Gibson and end people. And I'm gonna pop up the actual, this actual image for you if you're watching this instead of listening to me so you can actually read this for yourself. Investigators later found Google records, like later on in their investigations, they found Parker Little searching for this victim AP, how to spoof an email and records to a re website used to spoof email addresses. So I hope you're with me so far. So the next day on May 5th, this gentleman, the victim AP and his wife RP, take out a protective order on Parker Little in Muskogee County, Oklahoma, which is probably a good thing. And um, let me read this text message. I've had it on the screen for the video viewers, but let me read it verbatim for our audio listeners, just so you can hear it. It says, this is what he included on the email. Found out my wife is cheating on me and trying to take my sons with an apostrophe, which confused me, away from me. So I think he's saying plural sons. And it goes on to say, got fired from Advantage Controls. So probably my last message, I recently built two customs AR-15s, got about 3,000 ammo, going to sit downtown Fort Gibson and end people. All right. And I think now I think I'm drawing the picture here where they're saying spoofed. There's a phone number on this text message. And I think they're saying that phone number is spoofed. All right. That's the part that's being spoofed, not the Proton Mail. All right. So we got a spoofed text message now coming across Proton Mail. That's the first thing where they're pointing to this victim AP. Now, on May 8th, there's a new message. There's a public message now on an internet message forum. It's a website called Doxbin, D-O-X-B-I-N. Remember I told you about doxing earlier? That's where you take someone's personal information and put it online and people harass them or call pizzas in or emergency services or whatever. Well, put a message on Doxbin claiming to be the victim AP and threatening to shoot five Fort Gibson police officers with two custom AR-15s. The post claims that the victim was fired and his wife was leaving him, taking their children. This is the part where I had to put my head in my hands for a minute and let it sink in. Claim to know the police officer's schedules. And he doxed the police officer's names, birthdays, phone numbers, email addresses and home addresses. And I sat there for a while and I was like, how did that fucker get that much information on five police officers and then post it? I can only imagine this is the point where police officers, if they weren't taking this case seriously, I imagine they were, but if they weren't, they were at this point because now you have five police officers who have all their personal information posted on the public internet out there. And then you have some, poor victim who's claiming to shoot them, who's going to get investigated and Parker sitting on the sidelines going, he, 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 right. 
All right. So later on, there was actually a Google in Parker's Google account. There was a document that has all this information in it. So investigators were later on to sh- able to show that this was actually Parker posting all this stuff and not the, the victim here, AP. So at this point, the case is referred to the FBI. And I imagine this is where it gets really bad for little because all the resources with the FBI are now pointed at little who so far hasn't done a whole lot to hide himself. So, the police at some point go out and talk to Little and they said, hey, uh, we got some questions for you because some shady, weird shit's happening and we want some answers. And at that moment, Little was like, and audio viewers can't see my expressions, but I'm just kind of looking around. And he looks at the police officers and he's like, I think I'm being a victim of swatting right now. So you can imagine the police officers probably rolling their eyes going, all right, fuck face. I... Okay. So yeah, that was his trying to get out of jail free was saying, Oh, somebody's swatting me right now. That's why the police are talking to me, even though he's the one that's been swatting other people. So even though he's pretending that he's been swatted by the police, police have done investigation and they figured out he's, he's been prepared. He knows in the background, he knows what's going on. So they did investigation on one of his Google accounts Spelled W-U-L-F, so Wolf, R-U-N-Z, Runs, Y-O-U. So Wolf Runs U. So I'll just refer to it as the Wolf account. So this account that's attributed to Little, search for the name of AP's employer, search for AP's phone number, visited a site, how to sex, (laughs) not sexed, (laughs) I got to leave that in, right? How to send a text message from your email account. So he's looking up how to basically um, send text messages from an email account. It's usually used as a method to spoof text messages when you want to harass somebody. Usually I say this because I see a lot of these cases and that's what I see happen. Now he also visited things like disposable email addresses. He visited the Fort Gibson police department webpage He searched for things like fake iMessage like 10 minutes before this email was sent out to the Fort Gibson Police Department um, with this fake iMessage looking screenshot that I showed you. After that, the account then searched for various websites looking for the Fort Gibson Police Department online police scanner so he could listen to the possible swatting, right? That was fucking twisted, I I gotta say. And then within an hour, he then conducted more searches for the victim AP and the AP's family member, probably looking to see if he'd been a victim of swatting. So then there's a new set of stalking events on a new victim. This victim is JC. JC is a former high school friend of Little. So you can imagine they were... In the other case, they were connected by employer, it sounded like. Whereas in this one, they were high school friends. So it sounds like they were friends to begin with. And you're going to see something happen that turned that sour and Parker just goes off the rails. So let me get into the stocking first. February of 2020, 
Little started saving records and photos of this victim, JC, an acquaintance. So I don't know about you, but I don't just typically go to my acquaintances and start saving their pictures and their information onto my drives. Parker Little did. He also saved a copy of his former friend's driver's license, his former friend's medical cannabis card, and then he went on Discord, which is an online chat service, and started posting and looking for ways to destroy JC's credit and life. And he even doxed information about JC's girlfriend and her family. So JC's girlfriend had nothing to do with this, but now she's a victim and her parents had nothing to do with this. And now they're victims because he's out there trying to destroy their lives. And he's posting their information on these um, underground discord chat servers, looking for people to destroy their credit and their lives. Some of the posts he says out there are things like, what's the best way to frame someone you think? I order pizza, SWAT boxes, taxis, cranes to this kid's house. What else could I running out of stuff? So he's really trying to hurt this person in any way he can. Okay. So, Oh Lord. Okay. So I'm going to pop up another, um, communication here in this whole cyber stalking tornado. This is June 11th of 2020. This is a posting where little posts pretending to be JC and he starts off and says, well, to start this off, my name is JC. I'm from Wagoner, Oklahoma. I used to work in Tulsa making circuit boards, but that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. My girlfriend, RF, broke up with me and left me out on the street. So through June 20th or June 23rd, I will be carrying out killing spree on these fucking retards. I'm sorry, but that's what he said. On these fucking retards below with my two custom AR-15s and homemade devices. I already have schedules for them. Know what they are doing. Don't try to stop me or I'll do it sooner. Goodbye. Now, I pause and stuff as I'm reading this and I'm stuttering. It's just because he hasn't used punctuation and things and there's run-on sentences here. Uh, but I, ran it, I read it verbatim for you. That's exactly how it was written. I think by quote-unquote fucking retards, he's talking about police officers because that's what the court documentation says. And they said that later on that Little claims through this individual, JC, posting online that he knew officer schedules. And then again, just like the other instance, he docks the officer's names, birthdays, phone numbers, email addresses, and home addresses. Later on, when investigators did more investigation on Little's accounts and computers, they found out that Little did the search for AP Fort Gibson. So that AP being the victim's name, Fort Gibson, and things like Hitless Doxman. And why did he do that? Why did he search for the prior AP victim and the Fort Gibson? Because a lot of times people like this, they'll be lazy. They'll cut and paste things. They'll cut and paste the exact same uh, like threatening letter and just change a couple words and send it to the other one. So investigators were able to show that little was tied to this one and he was tied to the other one because a lot of this communication was pretty much exactly the same communication. He copied it from the other one. 
So like I said, he didn't do a lot of work trying to cover up who he was. Okay, so why did Little pick on JC here? Well, like I said, JC was a friend from high school. But from this point, when all the stalking started, about two and a half years earlier, Little owed JC money. Victim JC. And I keep saying JC, that's his initials here. JC. When Little did not pay JC, JC probably got fed up and went to Little's mom and said, hey, your fucking son won't pay me. I need this money. I don't even know how much it was. I just, this is just, just the story that was in the court documents. But he went to Little's mom. Little's mom was probably like, I am so sorry. My son knows better than that. Here's the money and gave it to JC. Now, this pisses Little the fuck off. So Little went on Xbox and demanded JC pay him the money back that he got from Little's mother. I know this almost sounds like a Jerry Springer episode, right? And so I imagine JC probably says, ah, fuck you. Little then goes online or he goes on and pretends he's JC and he calls a cannabis dispensary in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he threatens to rob it. So Little is pissed off, calls the dispensary, says, I'm JC, I'm going to come and rob you. Probably not a good thing for JC, right? Then Little went online and opened up a bunch of credit cards in JC's girlfriend's parents' name. And I had to make a giant note next to this one of what the fuck, because there's so many, I have so many questions. He's got the girlfriend's parents' name and all their information. I don't know how that's even possible. That's got to be a full-time job just to get that information. But then to get enough information where you can reliably open a credit card in those people's names, I had to take a tremendous amount of work, I would imagine. Then Little started texting that girlfriend's mother saying, hey, tell JC and your daughter, the girlfriend, to stop doing what they are doing. This is Parker. <sighs> yes, he didn't even bother to hide his own name. He said, this is Parker. So you know this is Parker fucking threatening you. God damn it. So Parker didn't stop there. Then he called Geico. He called Geico, pretending to be the girlfriend's parents. Like, he called their policy, right? And basically said, hey, uh, my son's dead. I need it removed. I need that dead son of mine removed from my policy. All that was not true. The girlfriend... I know there's a lot of connections here. So JC's girlfriend's parents had little tried to remove their son from their insurance by claiming the son is dead when the son wasn't is if that's not some fucked up shit, I don't know what is. It gets worse. Trust me. It still gets worse. This isn't even the worst part, even though this is horrifying, horrifying for this family. I have to pause here. Because we're at the end of act two. We're at the end of his literal second act where he just got into cyber stalking and was like, fuck you to two individuals and the people that they were connected to and just started cyber stalking them. Act three is called why stop here or why stop there? Why stop where we are? Why stop with these two individuals? Why not stalk more people? Because act three is going to be about stalking. I don't want to listen. I don't want to spoil this for you, but who worse could you cyberstalk besides the victims that we picked here other than possibly law enforcement? 
you're going to have to come back and hear some really crazy shit that Parker Little decides to do against law enforcement in this case and just goes off the rails even further. So if there's anything in this episode that you've liked so far, and I know it might not be Parker Little because he's kind of a douchebag. It might not be his crimes because he's really fucking over a lot of victims in this case. So we have to pause here. I've, I apologize. So if there's anything in this episode that you liked, it might not be Parker Little. It might not be how he cyber stalks his victims, but it may be how much research I do or how lighthearted I try to bring it to you. If any of that, if you like it, please thumbs up, like, subscribe, follow, whatever the positive affirmation things are on your platform that you're either watching me on or listening to me on. And if you could reshare this, that would help me out a lot too, because then friends that you might think will like true crime, lighthearted podcasts like this, will be able to see this for the first time. And with that, please do come back tomorrow. We're going to have our concluding act. It's going to be act three called Why Stop There? And we're going to get into the just the more crazy shit that Parker Little does. And he's going to get caught and sentenced for this whole tornado of cyber stalking that I've been bringing you so far. So hope to see you back tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks.